warning any non-authorized personnel accessing this file will be immediately terminated through Berryman Langford Mimetic Kill Agent. Viewing without proper mimetic inoculation will result in immediate cardiac arrest followed by death. You have been warned. Hello, and welcome to your SCP Foundation orientation, junior researchers. My name is Dr. Robinson, and I'm a member of the O5 Council. Who are the O5 Council, you may be asking? Well, they are... Redacted. Now that we have that out of the way, let's begin with your training. As you are already aware, the SCP Foundation is a secret organization working in the shadows to save the world, whether or not it wants to be saved, and regardless of the cost. If one, a few, or many lives must be sacrificed in order to benefit the greater good, that's what must be done. Don't worry, the Ethics Committee will help you navigate these difficult situations. We are not beholden to any world government, but we do work with all governments should the need arise. There are even some instances where the SCP Foundation must work with other sometimes similarly minded, although inferior, organizations such as the Global Occult Coalition, the Chaos Insurgency, the Unusual Incidents Unit, an offshoot of the FBI, and many more. In fact, we have agents in nearly all levels of government around the world, keeping an eye out for anything some might call supernatural, or as we call it, anomalous. More on that in a moment. SCP stands for Secure, Contain, and Protect. When anomalies are detected, the SCP Foundation is on the scene as quickly as possible. We secure anomalies and contain them in order to protect humanity. But what exactly are anomalies? Anomalies can be items, creatures, people, places, or even ideas or dreams. Just about anything can be anomalous. What makes something anomalous? To put it simply, if something has an abnormal quality to it, it can be anomalous. Does this mean all anomalies are dangerous? No, not at all. Part of our job here at the SCP Foundation is classifying anomalies. This helps us determine the relative safety level of an anomaly, as well as containment procedures that will be necessary, and alerts researchers, like you, to the best way to appropriately handle the anomaly. Let's get into the four most common classifications of anomalies. To help with this, we use the locked box scenario. What do I mean? Well. Let's imagine we put the anomaly in a locked box. Now, the first classification is safe. If we put that anomaly into a locked box, walk away, and come back the next day, and we are 100% sure that the anomaly will still be in the box, then it is classified as safe. Please note, just because something is classified as safe doesn't mean it's not dangerous. It just means it's much easier to secure. For instance, SCP-221 otherwise known as the compulsion tweezers. A simple pair of tweezers made of gold. Locked in the box, it is completely safe. However, should someone hold SCP-221, they will find themselves compelled to use them. At first to pluck hairs, but then the compulsion turns more violent as they begin plucking out teeth, chunks of skin, their own eyes, and anything else they can pull out of themselves until they are no longer capable of using them. The next classification is Euclid. If you place an anomaly in the locked box and you aren't exactly sure if it will still be there when you return, then it classifies as Euclid. For example, SCP-173, otherwise known as the Sculpture. SCP-173 is a sculpture made of concrete. However, this sculpture, which vaguely has a humanoid appearance, is capable of moving at high speeds and will kill any living creature by either snapping the neck at the base of the skull or strangulation. However, 
SCP-173 is incapable of movement when in direct line of sight of a living creature. This means that while it is difficult to contain SCP-173, with the right containment procedures it is possible. Keter Class If you place an anomaly inside a locked box and you are positive that it will not remain there, it is classified as Keter. Keter Class anomalies are exceedingly difficult to contain consistently or reliably, sometimes resulting in extensive or complex procedures. For example, SCP-682, otherwise known as the hard-to-destroy reptile, this is a large, vaguely reptile-like creature of unknown origin. It appears to be extremely intelligent, even showing the ability to communicate in complex language. SCP-682 appears to have a strong hatred of all life. On top of SCP-682 having extreme strength, speed, and reflexes, the most difficult part of containing SCP-682 is its adaptability. It can change its body quickly to handle almost any situation, and it can also regenerate its entire body even if it seems like it was destroyed down to the molecular level. SCP-682 has attempted to breach containment 17 times, and has successfully breached containment Redacted times. The last known breach occurred on Redacted at site Redacted. One of the most unique classifications is Thaumiel. To put it simply, if the anomaly is the locked box, it is Thaumiel. We use these anomalies to contain other anomalies. The last two classifications are the most rare. We have Apollyon class anomalies. These are anomalies that cannot be contained, are expected to breach containment imminently, or some other similar scenario. These are usually anomalies that are associated with world-ending threats. An example would be SCP-019-J, a man from Utah known as David. David claims to have no anomalous power or properties, but we know that motherfucker is lying. David is a herald for the Scarlet King, bringer of the end times, and thief of my ex-wife. That's why I shot him a few dozen times, just to be safe, you see, and then burned the body. He'll be back, and the world will probably end when he does. Keep your eyes open for him. We're on to you, Dave. Finally, we have Archon Anomalies. These are anomalies that are theoretically containable, but are best left uncontained for some reason. For example, SCP-4043, also known as Mother Earth is a semi-sentient consciousness beneficial to all life on our planet. Containment, removal, or interference with SCP-4043 would likely be catastrophic to Earth. And indeed, the Foundation has an artificial replacement planned should SCP-4043 ever meet an untimely demise. If an anomaly no longer has its anomalous properties or has been destroyed, it is classified as neutralized or decommissioned. Now, Let's talk about the structure here at the SCP Foundation. For simplicity's sake, the Foundation personnel is broken up mainly into six groups. The O5 Council, Architects and Engineers, Researchers, like yourselves, Ethics Committee, Mobile Task Forces or Security, and lastly, D-Class. Here at the SCP Foundation, we use a combination of security clearance levels and personnel classes. Security clearances range from 0 to 5, with 5 having the most security clearance. You all have Security Clearance 1. Personnel are classified A through E. You and most people you'll work with are Class C. The lower the class, the more expendable you are. Class D are personnel we typically use for handling or experimenting with anomalies. They are death row inmates or criminals convicted of especially violent crimes. Class D are considered expendable. Class E are for field agents and containment personnel that have been exposed to potentially dangerous effects 
and are quarantined immediately. They may only return to duty after being fully debriefed and cleared by psychiatric and medical staff. Your function here at the SCP Foundation is to determine the best course of action in the securing and containing of anomalous instances. You will be performing experiments to fully understand, to the best of our ability, how an anomaly came to be, the extent of its capabilities, the potential dangers or benefits it can impose, and containment procedures. In the case that it is deemed best the anomaly offers no further information or use, and for the safety of life it be destroyed, then you'll be tasked with determining the best way to do so, as well as disposal. In your duties, you will work alongside mobile task forces, security, engineers, and D-class personnel to accomplish your goals. If you prove yourself to be an exceptional researcher, you can even work your way up the ranks and one day become a site director. Maybe even make it on the O5 Council. Wouldn't that be something? Finally, part of our duties to protect humanity from anomalies is protecting them from the knowledge of anomalies. Should information about anomalies get out, you have a few options. The first is that we can use disinformation campaigns to make any reports of anomalies seem far-fetched or unbelievable. We can also scrub or try to remove any media from the internet or other locations pertaining to anomalies. Lastly, for eyewitnesses or even survivors, we use a range of amnestics. Class A through I amnestics are used to remove various levels of memories in the subject. Class W through Z amnestics are usually amnestics, designed to reverse amnestic instances or effects. Finally, in the rarest and most extreme instances, we have the Ennui Protocol. If an anomaly cannot be contained and knowledge of it becomes widespread, the Ennui Protocol is a sort of global amnestic. The SCP Foundation will convince the entire world that the anomaly is actually normal. The job of an SCP personnel is often difficult and dangerous. No one outside of our walls will know what you have done for the world or appreciate it. However, working at the SCP Foundation does have its benefits. Great pay, great benefits, especially the life insurance, and should you live to see it, a great pension. Not to mention you'll get to see and experience things most humans can only dream of. And, of course, you can rest easy in the knowledge that you are partially responsible for keeping the world safe, even if it meant the redacted of redacted of people. Oh, one more thing. If you are found to be derelict in your duties, if you intentionally disobey orders or safety protocols without prior authorization, one of two outcomes is most likely. First, you'll be made a D-class, or you'll be redacted on the spot. This has been your orientation to the SCP Foundation. If you have any questions, please consult your supervisor or read the FAQs located on Redacted. Thank you, and welcome to the SCP Foundation.